Hey y'all, welcome to this Joyful Life Podcast. My name is Rachel Witt. It is episode 33, Faithful Friday. I look forward to Fridays every week because we get to chat for just a few minutes about something that the Lord is doing in my life that I believe will encourage you on your walk with Him. We'll have a little fun and it'll be filled with tips. Now this week is all about God's faithfulness when you are overwhelmed with your home. So if you are a mama or a woman who looks at her house and says, oh my goodness, I need 15 of me to tackle this project, I totally understand. And I'm going to share with you something that God has been doing in my life to really soften my heart and help me to seek him when it comes to organizing and cleaning my house. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. It is Faithful Friday. Episode 33 is all for the overwhelmed mom, wife, woman who looks at her home and says, oh my goodness, like it's going to take an army of people to get this place under control. I have felt that way so often. And I think that that's okay. First of all, I want to give you permission to say that I need to do something different or more in order to get my house in order. I also want to give you permission to remember that you live there. So if things are not perfect, that's okay. You live there. And I know that we all have different um, degrees, I guess, to which we determine that our house is good. So you might say, like, my house has to be tip top. Like, I don't want anything out of its place. I need everything in order. And then I can say, my house is good. You may say a tidy house is exactly what makes me say that it is good. And you may say that we are in survival mode and we're going to give our best, whatever that looks like for you. And that is good. And I think that there is a season of your life for everything, right? We've talked about that on the podcast before that we know that scriptural, that life is built in seasons, literally, you know, spring, summer, fall, and winter. But beyond that, I think we go through seasons as well as moms and families as we grow and your house will go through those seasons too. And some things for me have been quite unexpected. You would expect that when you have a baby that obviously you go through a season of adjustment and things may be different in your home that you may, um, you know, let certain things go because you're exhausted. You've been up all night and that's okay. You might normally not leave the sink filled with dishes, but you know, in that night you're like, I am going to bed because my baby is sleeping. I'm going to go to sleep and I will survive. If I wake up in the morning and there's a sink filled with dishes, it's okay. And I know for me that it's always been that way. When I have a baby, I usually uh, desire still to give, you know, a hundred percent and keep things the way that I know they should be. 
but I give myself so much grace when I have a baby. I know that's an adjustment season that I can expect. I just know that things will not fall through the cracks. Grace will need to be given for things, right? I'll need to ask for more help than usual, that kind of thing. But there was a season I did not expect. And if you have ever gone through tremendous grieving, then you may relate to this. And I just want to let you know you're not alone. But back in 2021, my husband's dad, what my father-in-law was diagnosed with cancer. And even though what we saw his battle was different than what he and my mother-in-law experienced, the level of responsibility and sadness and hope and prayer and all the things that was something that our family carried. We carried it differently than they did, of course, but that is something we carried. Um, in that year as well, we were homeschooling, which was wonderful. When you're home all the time, it, it you would think it's like, oh, my house is going to be perfect because we're here and we can clean it all day long. But we live here and we do school here and we do all the things. So we're no longer homeschooling. But when we were, um, there were days that my house was cleaner than normal. But most of the time we were constantly in that like pickup mode. Okay, let's set a timer for 10 minutes and pick up. But when I stopped homeschooling, all of a sudden, instead of being home all day where I had lots of hands that were helping me with everything, all of a sudden, I felt like I was in go mode from the moment that we woke up until I sent them to school. And then I was, I had these like few hours of the day where I was trying my best to catch up with, you know, me versus six other people is how it felt. And then in the evening, again, I would pick them up from school in the afternoon and it felt like go mode again. And there is part of me that just says they've been working all day at school. I do not want to harp on them all the time when they're home. I don't want this place to be a place of uh, chaos or, you know, that they don't want to be here. So I do ask for their help, but during the week, it's less than I do on the weekends. We tend to like power through on Saturday and, and try and tidy as much as we can and clean as much as we can. Uh, but during the week, I'm, I do not ask as much of them, but it became very overwhelming for me. I had just had our fifth baby. We, I had just sent my kids back to school. My father-in-law was very sick and ended up passing away all in this one year. And I remember this time last year, I looked up and I looked at my husband after looking at my house and I said, oh my goodness, our house looks like how I feel inside, just very overwhelmed, very cluttered, very like, there's no way that I can on my own do all of this. And I literally just cried out to the Lord and prayed to him, give me a strategy or something I can do as one person who's watching little people during the day while the big kids are at school and my husband's working. And then, you know, I, I just felt like I was spending so many plates and staring at this big project of my house that needed care and needed me. And, and though I had gone through a season of grieving, it was time for me to step up and do something to make it better. And so I, my strategy became one thing a week, 
And very loosely, I did that for a few months. I did my, my best, I would say. I would still say I did my best, but it was not um, what I had hoped for. It was a fraction of that, but it was still what I could do. It's like you do what you can do and there's no room for shame or guilt or giving yourself a hard time or speaking negative things over yourself. We don't have time for that. We don't want that. And the Lord doesn't want that for us. But I really put the pedal to the metal in October, November of this last year of 2023. And I said, I want a clean house for Christmas. I want to take one project a week. So one room a week, uh, cleaning cabinets during one week. What can I do? Do Doing one thing a week, how much can I accomplish before Christmas? And I just became very faithful to the one thing. Now I'm a go-getter. I'm a type A, like, let me just mark things off my list. I'm the kind of person that will grab my Sharpie. And if I did not put it on my list originally, but I did it, I add it to my list and then I mark it off because I feel so good when I get to mark something off my list. I love that. And so I just said, this is my mission and I am going to do it. And when I accomplished that one thing during the week, I patted myself on the back. I was like, you go girl, you did it. And I was still looking at a house that needed everything. So it really like mentally, I had to say what I did is good and I can pat myself on the back and then I'm going to move on and keep doing what I know I need to do. And if I do extra things this week, woohoo, but I'm going to at least do one because one felt very manageable to me um, because a lot of times and moms with little kids, especially can relate to this. I know that when you're cleaning something that is above and beyond what you normally do. So above and beyond laundry and dishes and all the things. So above and beyond that, right? So like I am tackling organization projects, that kind of thing that I knew my house needed after this just season of a couple years of grieving. It's like, okay, I got to pick myself up and I got to do something. I've got to snap out of this and say, I'm going to make this a priority and I'm going to feel so good and so proud of my home when I'm done. And so I literally, I did one thing a week, one week, I literally just took my junk drawer and cleaned it out. And I said, that is the thing for this week. I am so proud of it. It was like a clean kitchen drawer now and it's still empty. I did this like four months ago. It is still empty because Silas, my 20 month old would open it and pull things out. And so I've just left it empty. I'm like, okay, it's clean. It's empty. We're good. But I got to Christmas after doing one small thing a week and building my confidence there, building that swagger because I was doing something and accomplishing something manageable. I mean, I think that's the big thing. If you're looking at a big project in your life, like for me, my house, which I still have things I would like to do, need to do. But when I was looking at this big project, it felt daunting, overwhelming. Like, how am I going to do my normal day-to-day things? And then going beyond that and tackle big projects too, felt very just overwhelming. And the big reason for that is I'm an all or nothing person in my heart. I wanted to like 
Just supermarket sweep, run through the whole house, clean the whole thing, take one week of my life and get it all done. But if that was my goal, I knew for me, I was setting myself up for failure because I just couldn't fit it in a full plate of life. For me, you might be able to do it, but I couldn't. And if that was my goal, man, I was just never going to ring that bell. But by saying that I would do one little thing every week, it added up to Christmas day. I had done everything except for our laundry room and it took me a few months to do it. I still need to do our laundry room. It is like the thing that is just clawing at me. I'm like, Oh, I really have to do this. Um, but I did everything except for that. And it took me a few months, but I was so happy once I got there. And it was just this lesson for me that when we want big things, if we just take that big thing and we take one piece of it at a time, one step at a time, have you ever heard anybody say, how do you eat an elephant? It's one bite at a time, which I'm like, who would ever eat an elephant? I don't know. I mean, I've been on safari in Africa and I have seen how big elephants are. I mean, we've been to a zoo and seen them, right? But like seeing herds of elephants and how massive they are, I can't imagine eating one bite at a time, but my house did feel like an elephant. It did feel big and daunting and overwhelming. And so by taking one piece at a time, one drawer at a time, one room at a time, it was something that I could do. I could accomplish. I could feel good about, and I could keep going, press on. So I think in order to do this overwhelming task, what I really needed was a good strategy. I am grateful for that one. It worked. It continues to work because guess what? We live here. So those things that I organized, that hallway closet that I organized is filled again with coats and shoes and all the things. And you know what, when spring is here, I'm going to organize it and put stuff away and all the things like we have to keep at it, right? We need to pick ourselves up and say, you can do this today. There will be days that you have to say, my best yes is something different. And you have permission for that. It is grace filled and you, you have permission. It is okay to say my best yes right now is snuggling my baby on the couch because that is where my heart is. Do it a hundred percent of the time. Do it. But last year when my baby was, let me see, like eight months old and I was saying, okay, this is what I really want is to clean and organize my house. But I also want to be the, you know, the mom that I desire, which I wanted to still be able to do things like go for walks and all the things I could not, did not want. It's not that I couldn't, I didn't want to devote all this time for like a week and tackle the whole project. For me, what worked in a full life is just taking one bite at a time and one little thing at a time. So a Bible verse that really shook me up and made me decide, okay, I've got to do this. I have to pick myself up out of, out of the season of grieving and change and adjustment and all the things that I was going through. I had to pick myself up and I had to say, I'm going to do something. And it's going to feel good and build some swagger and confidence. And it is going to, over time, make a difference. 
because let me tell you, like the first couple weeks I was like, okay, is this working? Like, I don't necessarily feel a lot better about my house or this big project at the moment because I couldn't see a difference, but it was probably five weeks in and I walked in my house and I was like, Oh, I just had my moment where I can tell that I've been working over the last five or six weeks and this feels good. So press on through the beginning. The beginning is hard. The beginning of anything is hard. And so if you can press on and do this strategy, you will be shocked come summertime, how you feel about whatever your big thing is. I'm using the example of my house, but your example might be different. All right. These are the Bible verses that really stuck out to me and shook me up. I'm telling you, they shook me up. Okay. I'm going to Proverbs 31 verses 16 and 17 says she evaluates a field and buys it. She plants a vineyard with her earnings. She draws on her strength and reveals that her arms are strong. Now, there are other versions that say other things. So let me give you an example. I've got my phone on airplane mode. It needs to stop. No, stop it. Stop. Okay, let me see. Okay. Oh, goodness. Pop-ups. Okay. Uh, She surveys a field and acquires it from her own resources. She plants a vineyard. She works energetically. Her arms are powerful. That's one translation. Here's another one. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. So it was these words, vigorously, energetically. And I thought, I'm not just going to tackle this huge, humongous project and do it in a, I don't know, like in just a get it over with kind of attitude. I'm going to do it with energy and vigor. And I'm going to take this junk drawer in my kitchen. I'm going to dump the whole thing out and I'm going to organize it and I'm going to put it back together. I'm going to set a timer for 30 minutes, you know, get crack-a-lack and let's do it. And I'm just going to focus. Boom. Let's do it. Move on. You did it. Pat your back, cross it off your list and keep going. And so even with a full plate of life, I said, I'm going to do one thing energetically with vigor every single week. And I'm going to get where I want to be by Christmas time. So if you have a huge task in your life, I would encourage you to pick something small that you can do every week. Maybe you want to do every day. You're the one who has to decide what you do. What are your boundaries? What are your goals? Is it something every day, something every week, make it something, you know, you can achieve because that does build, you know, it pumps you up. It builds swagger and confidence and makes you excited to do the next thing because you feel that sense of accomplishment and pride The Hey, I did it. And now I'm going to move on. This has worked so well for me. I had to tell you about it. So if you're facing something, a task, overwhelming, try it just one bite at a time, one thing at a time, press through the beginning, fight through the beginning, because you may not notice a big difference right away. But when you get a couple months in, it will be dramatic. So I called it make it happen Monday. And that was like, okay, my goal is to make it happen on Monday. Sometimes it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I mean, you guys, it just had to be within the week, but my goal was to make it happen on Monday. And it really 
transformed my house from a place that I felt almost like a prisoner in because there was so much work to be done and really allowed me to enjoy. There's still work to be done. I think I have four loads of laundry that I have folded on my ottoman in my family room right now that I need to go and put away or get my children to put their own clothes away. I need to do it. There's still work to be done. It's not like I can, you know, sit back and just be like, well, I did it. Now I can watch TV for 17 hours. Like that's not it, but it allowed me to tackle these big, like rocks in my life. So decide what it is for you that you want to do and then tackle it one step at a time and do like when you're reading in Proverbs 31, this is describing the wife of noble character. So say, okay, I'm going to add some energy and vigor And it doesn't mean I enjoyed every task I did, but I said, I'm going to make it happen on Monday and I'm going to throw some energy and some vigor into what I'm doing. And it's going to make a difference over time. And it did. All right, let's pray. Heavenly father, thank you for my friend. I pray that this encouraged them that even overwhelming tasks, when we say I'm working for you, you can give me the energy I need to accomplish it, that we can do it. Right. And so Lord, I just pray that you would comfort my friend who might be feeling overwhelmed today and that you would give them the energy they need to begin the task that they would like to achieve in your name. I pray. Amen. All right, y'all, this is a longer episode of faithful Friday, but I hope that it helps you on your walk with the Lord, being faithful to him and also to your family. And that this is encouraging to you that we all go through hard things. We all have overwhelming things that we would like to change. And it's just deciding you're going to take a step forward. You're going to choose to begin. You're going to do something. And over time, it will get better. I promise. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. Be blessed. And I'll see you soon.